السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما يا رحم الرحمين We ask Allah عز وجل teach us what benefit us benefit us from what he taught us and increase us in knowledge آمين يا رب العالمين My dear beloved respected brothers and sisters we are back after Ramadan may Allah accept everything that we have done in Ramadan and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us many many more Ramadans آمين يا رب العالمين so we are back with uh, our jar episodes and tonight inshallah we will try to answer this question can someone enter hell after they have already entered jannah so let's discuss inshallah Allah azza wa jal said in surah maryam wa in minkum illa wariduha كان على ربك حتما مقضية and there is not one of you but will pass over it which is the hellfire this is with your lord a decree which must be accomplished this ayah indicates that everybody will pass above jahannam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained this ayah when he said one time لا يدخل النار إن شاء الله من أصحاب الشجرة أحد None of the people who pledged allegiance to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam under the tree none of them will enter the hellfire So Hafsa radiyallahu anha she said no, Ya Rasulullah, they will enter because Allah said, وَإِن مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا Every one of you is going to go to the hellfire. So Rasulullah was upset and he told her, No, Ya Hafsa, that, does, that, that doesn't mean that. It means that they will cross above it and the delil and the evidence is, look at the ayah after it. ثُمَّ نُنَجِّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا We will save the people who have taqwa and we will leave the wrongdoers in it. In another narration, in another hadith, Rasulullah told us how we will pass on that surat. Rasulullah told us on the speed that we will pass on that surat. He said, the people will pass over the fire, then they avert it based upon their deeds. The first of them would pass like a flash of lightning, then like the wind. Then, like a fleeing horse. Then, like a rider fleeing on a mount. Then, like a man fleeing. Then, like the one walking. So, Rasulullah gave us a different scenarios of how will people cross the Surat. Some like lightning, may Allah make us all like them. And some like wind, and some uh, will, walk, uh, will be walking. And another narration, some will be falling and then coming back up. SubhanAllah, may Allah save us all. Now, after you cross the bridge, and you about to enter Jannah. 
Subhanallah. You will notice that there are some people that you love and you care about did not make it. So, look at this hadith. It's a very long hadith. I'm going to take the part that we need from it. So these people will go to Allah Azza wa Jal and they would say, Rabbana, Ikhwanana, Kanu yusalluna ma'ana, wa yasumuna ma'ana, wa ya'maluna ma'ana, Ya Allah, our brothers, our sisters, they used to pray with us. They used to fast with us. They used to do a lot of good deeds with us. In other words, they want to intercede for them. Please, Ya Allah, where are they? Because at that time, if they are not with you in Jannah, there's only one other option. They are in the hellfire. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, فَيَقُولُ Allah ta'ala Go to the hellfire and take out anyone that you know that has a dinar of iman one dinar of iman يعني a little bit of iman so they will go and then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us that allah would say go back and take out whomsoever have half a dinar of iman in their heart and then they would be told go back and take whomsoever have a mustard seed weight of iman in his heart. So they will enter the hellfire, but not to be punished. Allah, with his ability and with his power, he could make them go into the hellfire without being hurt from the fire and save the people they want to save. Just like he made the fire cool for Ibrahim alayhi salam. Now imagine in dunya, you will have how would you feel if you were to intercede for someone to be saved from jail for 30 years sentence? Or you interceded for somebody who has been out of a job for 5, 10 years and you got him a good job. You would feel so good that you did something great. You saved somebody from poverty, from jail. How about, how do you feel if you were given the permission to intercede for someone in the hellfire, Allahu Akbar. So that's a great feeling, my brothers and sisters. Now, another beautiful point here is that, subhanAllah, this brother, before he enters Jannah, he's still worried about his brothers and sisters. Even though he's about to enter everlasting bliss and joy and happiness but he still thought about his brother and sisters so believers are of two kinds the kinds that will enter the jannah without going to the hellfire and a group that will enter the hellfire be punished for their sins and then they will go to jannah now this is the main question do you have anybody in your life right now that will notice that you're not in Jannah? Are you surrounded by righteous people that when they're, before they enter Jannah, they would notice that you're not there and they will intercede for you? Or are your friends and all the people you're surrounded with are dunya people that we have no clue where are they? Is there someone that will ask about you? 
Are you surrounded by righteous people? This is extremely important, my brothers and sisters. All we can do to be saved on that day has to be done now while we are above the ground. So ask yourself that question. And you know, one of the toughest things in that hadith, that statement that says they used to pray with us, they used to fast with us, they used to do good deeds with us. What does that indicate? That indicates that there will be in the hellfire people who prayed and fasted and did good deeds. Allahu Akbar. Why is that? It could be for many reasons, but I will mention two. Number one is because of their tongue. Because of the tongue. In the very long hadith, Rasulullah he told us that many people will be thrown on their faces in the hellfire because of the account of their tongues, because of the result of their tongues, the lying, the backbiting. They pray but they backbite and they lie and they spread rumors and they curse and they use foul language. So we have to control our tongue beside all the ibadat and the rituals that we are doing. Second, subhanAllah, Thawban asked Rasulullah when he said that there will be people who will come with mountains, mountains of hasanat, but they will be turned into scattered dust. So Thawban said, Ya Rasulullah, who are these people? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, they are your brothers from your race, worshipping at night. They're praying Qiyam and Tahajjud just like you. But they are the kind of people when they are alone, they transgress the sacred limits of Allah. They pray, not only they pray and fast, but they also pray tahajjud, extra optional ibadat. But the amal went to scatter dust because when they are alone, they forgot that Allah is watching. When they are alone, they watch haram. They cheat, they lie. So that will lead even though they pray and they fast and they do other good deeds, but that led them to all their a'mal or many of their a'mal to be into scattered dust. So my brothers and sisters, yes, someone who is decreed to be from the people of Jannah will enter the hellfire, but not to be punished, but to save his brothers and sisters from the hellfire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people who intercede for others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surround us and surround our children with righteous company that will remember us on that day and will ask for us so they can have, uh, they can have us with them in, in the highest place in Jannah. I love you all for the sake of Allah. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu alayk. كتاب أنزل إليك فلا يكن في صدرك حرج منه لتنذر به وذكرى للمؤمنين